It's time. Hello. Welcome to the Tabletop Collins Show. Uh, it's a bonus show week. I'm three feet down bonus on the show. screen. Let me sit up. Let's use that spine. <laughs> um, yeah. Hi. Welcome to the Tabletop Collins Show. I am Adam Bell. You can find me, of course, on Twitter at Adam E. Bell. Uh, I'm joined by, as always, by my co-host, Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy Gage. You can find me at JeremyGage5 over on Twitter. You can also listen to the Draw Your Dice podcast, where I interview people like Adam and some of our Colin peeps uh, for you know their insights into game design. So you too can game design, just like that. Just we're like started. that. We're started. We're in it. So here we are. Uh, it's the bonus show week, which doesn't mean anything to anybody, even us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this week we've got... I try to get the chat on the screen. Let's see if it works. This week we've got... Um, we, we did a poll on Twitter last week at some point. And believe it or not, people that watch this game design related show wanted us to do game design. Uh, which is... Interesting, they didn't want us to hard pivot into, like, cooking. <laughs> mukbang. <laughs> or mukbang. Some people did. Uh-huh. Uh, so maybe one day those those folks will be pleased, although I don't know how many Fifth Mondays exist. I'm not a, a, you know, I don't know calendars. I don't design calendars for a living. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we... Are supposed to do game design, although it came to our attention, Jeremy, this morning. Two hours that, ago. <laughs> um, perhaps you and I had two different ideas of what that actually meant. So, Jeremy, what were you thinking we were going to be doing today? I thought mm-hmm. that we would do some live pecking away at our own personal game projects uh, and just talk about what sort of problems we're trying to solve for our games. Yeah, and here I what thought... What did you we were think just, was going to happen, Adam? Shit, here I thought we were just going to hop in and just make a whole new damn game together as one. Uh, and we both were like, wow, that would be cool, but maybe I like the one I thought we were doing. <laughs> maybe i uh don't want to do the others <laughs> well i would do the pecking i just you know what i but so we should ask that i guess the chat i don't you said do a twitch poll but i don't even know if i have the ability to do a twitch poll i think you, you might I oh think, wait do you have you, to be like an affiliate or you, some bullshit? you might need to be an affiliate and i simply don't stream enough to be an affiliate Okay, so so far, so far we've got make a game, we've got pecking for juice, which I don't know if that was, um, I don't know if pecking for juice was was selecting one of the options here, but it seems like we can give that to the pecking side. Sure, merciful hacker would rather roast your game. Cool. I just closed chat for that. Will said we should design someone else's game. Oh, hey, you got the chat in there. Look at you. I did. That's crazy. That's for, you know, the people that watch on YouTube or whatever, because we, oh. we do interact. Podcast people, sorry. Did we sorry, just evolve no in real time? Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we did. In real time, just like that. Just like... A couple of new potatoes that have sprouted <laughs> in your cabinet, and instead of throwing them out, you've, we've planted them in a laundry basket in our backyard. Ooh, you know what we could do? Okay, hold on. Wait. <laughs> Can't wait too long because the show's only an hour. What if so I'm seeing I'm seeing some like design another person's game and that seems like <laughs> some fun. It makes sense. Uh, how so? How do we execute that? Is it that we have people call in with like a real quick like you get three words and give us like a game mechanic? Oh thing? god. 
<laughs> We're pulling it back to see that's there is some juice there. Pulling it back to the Colin show idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let people slide in. How do we also get the game design document on here? Well, there's always ways. That should, that should be doable. I guess, I, what do you really want to do, Jeremy? Do you want to peck? Or I'm fine. I already got... told you I'm, in, I'm indifferent, and I, uh, uh, that's it. Mm. I'm mm. flexible. Yeah. It's the, it's the restaurateur in me. Right, I'm also flexible. It's the, just the way I am. <laughs> um, Placed. <laughs> Yes, the elite play store. I mean, what? Yeah, do we have anything? Do you have anything in play storming? Because I, I think my concern with the pecking is like I didn't even think about that, and so none of my work is currently in a state where it makes any sense to a viewer. I think. Oh God! I think it's still fine to do it, but um, I guess how how do you want to do that? How would we structure that? And then maybe we can play storm them also a little bit uh i i have (laughs) is anything playable for you the old version of umbral dive is still playable (laughs) it'd take me a second to boot it all up but what about the new version that was that's fresh that's fresh to like as of yesterday oh boy (laughs) which one's the old version then like the one that we played Months ago with the big, uh, the big hex map. I'll be honest. I don't think it's worth it at this point. Great. Yeah. Uh, Old version's dead. I killed the darling. Let me just look at my How about hex. this? Hang on episode. <laughs> Talking about games. Uh, also, you know, I've got my assets liquidating currently. For my Sigma male lifestyle, that now I have to keep consistent for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I ate breakfast. I ate breakfast six hours ago, so <laughs> I am hot. Okay, I want to deconstruct the two things you just said. Your assets are liquidating because you ate breakfast six hours ago. I just want to be clear on what these assets are and what it means to liquidate them. He's gone. It's just me. I gotta vamp myself. I didn't. I didn't want to take us down for having my shirt off. Can you? Can you lose your Twitch access for that? Uh, if yes. But uh, that depends on the person you are in the circumstance. Also, the Puritans really did. Lots win. of controversy. Where'd my other earbud go? Oh my god. Oh, there it is. So yeah, the games that I'm working on, I'm trying to think, um, fuck. They're all in such weird spots because I'm good at getting games to certain spots and then giving up for an amount of time. How about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? I'm listening. This is derailing very quickly. Uh, why don't you mm-hmm. uh, spend... The, the next 10 minutes talking about all of your projects. All of them? Yeah, all the ones you have wow. uh, letters on a document for. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. I got to start? You want me to start? Yeah, and it'll give me time to, like, swish oil around in my mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't let it touch the back of your throat, people. All right, here, we're getting a little sneak peek. Oh, no. Jeremy's face left and turned into a duplication. They don't need me. No, 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 no. No, yes. No. They they need you. What program are you using there, Adam? That's uh, Jira. Nice. Jira is what I sort of use, even though I haven't touched it in a little while, so maybe I don't use it. But Jira's what I use... (laughs) To organize my thoughts and organize my game design. And I'm trying to talk and also remember what I'm supposed to be doing with you. 
Interact. That's so interesting that you use a project management tool to organize your thoughts for oh game design. <laughs> is it? I, it is. Yes. I it's think unbe it's unbelievable. People, I think uh, Good Luck Press with Will Yopes and Seb Pines, uh, I believe they use uh, Trello for their project management mm -hmm. stuff. And I use ClickUp. ClickUp. Clicking up. Yeah, so here Look we are. Up. This is most of the projects, which actually we're missing one, and it's probably the one that will release the soonest, except for Grasping Nettles, which is coming out soon, uh, asterisk, or trademark, whichever one. It is hopefully coming out soon. Um, Jeremy, I don't know where your face went, and it made me sad, but I'm getting It's all right. It. We'll, get, we'll get it back. I'm hiding the whole box. Um yeah, so each project is going to is is represented by a project in Jira. Um, so let's let's just take a gander at uneasy lies the head. So uh, it, e. it, it yeah two e or reboot. I haven't decided what I'm going to call it. Um, uneasy it, lies two heads. Right. It it comes in at uh, where what's the current situation with this. So, Uneasy Lies the Head, and I know I've talked about this at least a little bit on the show before, but who cares? Uh, the original game is out. It exists. People can have it. You can go to my itch page. Uh, it's good. I like it. But I don't like it as much as I want to like it. So, what I'm doing is completely redesigning it. And the goals, the design goals for redesigning this Royal Court intrigue, backstabby fun silly game is um i want it to be quick so i want i want to make a game that you can play i'm, I'm actually shooting for units of of play time that are like an hour to an hour and a half at most and mm -hmm. then if you wanted to play for th like your standard three hour rpg time <laughs> you just play twice um so that's that's number one number two i want it to be in a box i want all of the components to come out of the box and be obvious on how to play with them essentially like not too many rules so that you get bogged down and then all of the weird complicated rules that I'm putting into it are like made way simpler by having the physical components that like simplify the mechanics because they exist on like a card right like imagine mm -hmm. trying to explain what you get out of a deck building game like Oh, you get new powers like so often, but you're less likely to be able to use those powers because you're you have too many powers and you can only get access to some of them. As opposed to being like, here are cards, you get a new card. Like it, it just simplifies. It's a it's a nice way to simplify mechanics, but not mm -hmm. simplify like, like uh, the the complexity of the actions that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, so where are we at with it? It's it's got I I did a play test. Oh, it was probably like two months away ago now. Um, so I did I did a play test about two months ago. I found some things I liked. I found some things I didn't like. Um, and it was since then that I was like, no, really, I should shoot for the hour here because I think it, I think it could work. Um, so the way it's going to work is basically the game is going to come with a handful of backdrops. I don't know how many. I don't know how expensive it is to print cards yet. This is still, you know, on the horizon, but an amount of backdrops equal to my budget <laughs> and those. <laughs> so those backdrops are each going to have a few things. Uh, they're going to have like the character archetypes. So in the mm -hmm. original uneasy, there are six character archetypes. There's like the monarch, the general, the religious leader. And three other ones. Uh, and they're the same across all the backdrops. So you could play the high school backdrop and somebody's still the monarch. And it tells you, it's like, oh, the monarch in this case is like the president, the senior class president. Um, but I've decided for this, like, to make that explicit. So make backdrop exclusive character archetypes so that you can be like, um, I don't know, what's a back... Jeremy, give me... Pitch me a royal court backdrop real quick. A royal court backdrop? Uh-huh. 
Uh, and this being in the context of like the scenario at hand or a setting. Yeah, yeah you will make a setting that will have scenarios ish. Uh, so you know, I'm trad fantasy adventure fan. Uh, let's do the backdrop is. The kingdoms are being invaded by uh, elementals, uh, and in order to uh, calm them, you have to get a hold of like these corrupted anchors, like elemental anchors, right? So if I imagine like flame or magma elementals that are like storming you from one direction far off near a volcano there's like a crystal it's all purpley and like pulsing and shattered and it needs to be restored reverence to nature okay (laughs) so (sighs) (laughs) so in that setting who are the people in charge like who are the big players because those the big players are going to be the, the available archetypes arc druid uh, mm-hmm. fucking some sort of ranger that's like guide the wilderness guide through the wilderness mm-hmm. uh, there is a mo effin uh, let's see how about a some sort of animal someone plays an animal like a representative of the wild that would be cool um and someone plays like a ghost like a like a like a dryad or something like mm-hmm. a representative of so the animal could be like the representative of like the society or culture of the forest and then something can be like the structure of the forest or something yeah where did the thing go well there's your face <laughs> 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 um yeah uh so that's that's good so that kind of like already you've done so much in that setting and like what kind of funky intrigue people are going to be doing in that setting uh, because instead of it just being like oh okay somebody's the fucking monarch um now yeah we've got we've got an arc druid we've got mm-hmm. all of these different weirdos and they're still going to do the same types of intrigue that you know the monarch and the the general and th- those people would do in a different setting, but they're different. Uh, and so each one of them will have like a special move that they can use once per game and and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, there's a lot. There's a this is going to be a longer term project for me. It mm-hmm. still has been, um, but it's pretty exciting because I think there's a lot of good ideas. Like what you just did made me happy because <laughs> like, <laughs> that is going to be the most interesting thing is coming up with the backdrops or getting people to like design the different cards I, I haven't decided yet but hire me to make you a micro setting jeremy I, gage I, I could do that i probably will i've done it before <laughs> <laughs> confirm have like previous product yeah <laughs> Yeah, look out for Jeremy's thing in Grasping Nettles. It's pretty good. Play in it. Uh, so that's that. You want me to go through all of them. Let's go. Well, you're your 10 minutes, if that matters. I am? Oh, I'm well, not then... saying I want time. I'm just saying that you have a lot of prod. You'll If you want to take the show, take the show. No. Why don't, why don't you take some time here? Let's hear some design. Your whole... Even on the main screen, your face is gone. This is... That's tr- okay. It's tragic, is what it is. <coughs> Bless you. I'm gonna die. May God have mercy on your soul. There Get you out go. of him. Um. Uh. Well, if anyone, if anyone here has been listening to the podcast, you know that I am working on a game called Umbral Dive. The Draw Your Dice podcast. Which is the Draw Your Dice podcast. Um, it is my Final Fantasy Heartbreaker that I uh, want to also be like a tactical adventure game, like leaning into the 
trad adventure, like Pathfinder, D&D, tactical board sort of space, deciding whether or not that's like special unit stuff, like you play a character, or is it like squadron based, similar to like Fire Emblem and Band of Blades, right? And so uh, I have recently decided that, yes, tactical indie games, I think, are so underexplored that I, well, I guess D&D at one point was an indie game. Pathfinder at one point was an indie game, right? Maybe. I don't know. Do they company backings as account? Anyways, I agree. I think there's a lot of, like, tactical tactical indie space that needs to be explored on the tabletop side of things that are not board games uh although i guess you could classify it this is going to get into a philosophical discussion keep it going quickly Uh, (laughs) anyways yes i want to make a tactical you fight on a grid sort of game um that has inspirations from mmorpg uh video games like final fantasy like world of warcraft like guild wars um, that brings sort of like raid fights to the table in interesting ways that you can like program pro- programmable um, AI enemies. Uh, but recently, I've been working on Umbral Dive for the last couple months, and uh, I came to a scenario where the game has sort of like lost its way, and it became imagine like a uh, a piece of clay or something like that, and. I've been working it, or no, actually bread might be a better example here, like a bread mm-hmm. dough. So like, I've been working this bread dough, working it, working it, uh, and now it's too tough. Like it's no longer the thing I set out to make when I put all of these ingredients together. Yeah, activated that so, a little too much. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So I need to like step back um, and uh, really like reassess what I'm making here and how I want to execute gameplay and like what is the loop. There's like some Iron Sworn inspirations I want to do for sure. Um and uh like as far as like the milestone system is concerned, the asset stuff. Uh I recently looked at Legend of the Five Rings and I kind of like the build a dice pool for success system but you only get to keep based on a particular set of attributes like you only get to select dice from a particular set of attributes so um that's interesting to me as well and uh ultimately the one thing that i'm finding weak in my previous design was the role play bits how do i help facilitate emergent role play so that isn't just like battle to battle to battle and uh, something that you've helped inspired along with Momatos from uh, the creation of the Ark Doom game is how do I get sessions to be a constrained amount of time so that it's not sort of like how do I how do I force combat to be a specific time amount? Is there like start a timer for ten minutes and every like two minutes something happens, but then I have to make like unit gameplay very quick and easy as well but if it's tactical it's not going to be necessarily the case because there's planning and things that have to be involved so it's about like finding the right balance of introducing real-time bits to make a more streamlined game gameplay process Mm -hmm. but also still allowing the facilitation of tactical play without putting pressure on players who just need a little bit more time to figure out what they're doing um yeah that's that's umbral dive in a nutshell so i've pulled back i'm coming full scope i'm looking at the setting i'm looking at how the setting and mechanics talk to each other how do i bridge those things and what is like what are like die mechanics that i find interesting beyond like the d20 pass fail i think one thing i really like recently or last night that i thought about is there's a lot of like magic the gathering gameplay that's inspiring this as well um and i think that what i want to do is you'll build your dice pool you'll have your specific keep dice limit the highest dice determines your success or failure like the highest rolled dice and then like in terms of double duty and this is something you talked about with your tactical storytelling game with blades in the dark your Mm -hmm. your mechanics for that is that all those other dice seem kind of useless once you determine your single highest result 
So I think all the other dice that aren't used to determine your success or failure are used for like damage or consequences. So like if you, in Blades in the Dark, if you rolled your highest result was a five and your other three dice are like four, three, and one, you deal eight damage. Or maybe those things decide the severity of the consequence or the success, or maybe they show an opportunity or do something mechanically, right? So that was inspired from John Geary's Sledgehammer game, where when you roll to hit, you roll a D100, and then the ones dice from that D100 roll, should you succeed, determines the amount of damage you do, which I found really interesting and something I kind of like pocketed away for a long time. So I think like trying to facilitate that double duty dice pool mm. without like needing to add everything mm. uh, to find success. Like I don't want to make a dice pool. It's like roll 5d12 and add them all together. <laughs> <laughs> like That's going to be its own five Ooh. minute challenge at any one particular table. So if I can reduce the number of dice in the dice pool by making one dice special. And then like the other thing I like about a dice pool system for a trad adventure game is that mm -hmm. you can feel leveling up like you can both see and feel leveling up so like in D, &D you have your d20 that dice never changes the only thing that changes is bonuses and bonuses on your paper kind of like you could say that they're noticeable but it's not the same as like oh i get to roll five dice now four dice or when something changes my dice pool, like this monster removes a dice from your dice pool. Mm. Like, oh, you feel that because you have to physically take it away. So I really like that as progression as well. So that's where Umbral Dive is at currently in cool. my Nugan. If you want free dice pool juice, the way the dice work in Uneasy Lies the Head is you build up a dice pool and then you're just looking for unique values. So something mm -hmm. sets something sets a difficulty level between one and six, and then that's how many unique dice that you're looking for when you roll a big pile. So if the difficulty's three and you roll a five, five, and a two, you've only got two different dice there. Interesting. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> it's like it's yeah, kind of a weird one, but it's um it's cool because then it. The way like interfering works in that is if you the, if an opponent is interfering and they roll a die and they roll a two, that cancels your two. Mm -hmm, so it's like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. Interesting, yeah, because huh. it's you know just something to chew on. Different different ways I, to interpret that info. I'm chewing it right now. <laughs> I'm chewing it as we speak. You roll the same dice. BLG is going nuts in here. <laughs> <laughs> BLG is actually the third member, the the chat member of the tabletop call-in show. Um, amazing. Uh, I'm just I'm just looking at the chat, trying to acknowledge some some friends that are in here. Trying to catch up. Coded is saying hello, Adam Bell. Hello. Oh, that's, that's right, Valiant Quest. Shout out to Ty, who turned me on the Vi Valiant Quest. Lancer is another tactical game for sure, which I still haven't read but need to. In fact, that's going on my to-do list today. Today. Got to get into the uh, the PvP sessions that definitely happened a long time ago with Lancer. That's my only experience oh, with yeah. Lancer is I made a mech and then I fought. It might have even been MP. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> hey Raph. Um Yeah. What's up? Yeah. What's you want more tactical shit? You wanna know about how um fuck. How the tactical storytelling engine has progressed? Sure. I've got it. You had some uh, play tests, right? I did do yeah, I did do one play test, um, and it felt good ish. It it felt challenging. Which is cool. <laughs> um, but we can talk about where it's at now, which I think is much better of in the storytelling game aspect. Which actually, how do I... Let me... Whoop. Share your screen. 
So you can see it, Jeremy, without seeing it four minutes behind. Oh. I'm me. I see what's going on. It's not four minutes. It's like <laughs> My brain can process that. Um, mine can't, so I'm just here to help. So yeah, here here we are in the testing grounds for the tactical storytelling engine. Uh, Jeremy, we're playing Blades in the Dark, right? What is your sure. what are you doing? I'm playing a uh, I'm playing the cutter. Okay. Uh, and I like to I like to extort people. Cool. Uh, so you're extorting a guy. Did you bring anybody? Yep. No. Oh, it's a solo mission. I don't believe in it. <laughs> okay. So we're playing one on one Blades in the Dark. <laughs> Uh, which is fun. <laughs> you are, yeah. So you're you you just did your engagement role, or maybe we should do the engagement role. Why not? Do you yeah. have the? Do you remember the questions? What are the questions? Yeah, uh, you get one dice for sheer luck. Okay. Is this mission particularly bold or daring? All right. So you're the cutter. Are you top? You think you're top hats? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So your top hats. I'm just gonna add. And that guy from Gold throw his hat and kill people. Mm. Or you're a peaky, you're a peaky blinder. There's like razor blades peaky in there. Blinder. <laughs> I said, uh, Tommy. Tommy. Gonna uh, fucking. I get one dice for sheer luck. I get one dice if it's boulder daring. Uh, <laughs> is it boulder daring? What are you doing? Yes. It is. Uh, okay. I get one dice if one I'm. Well, uh, no. Give me the negatives. Also. No, uh, <laughs> there are no negatives when I play, uh, when I use this cutter. Uh, the negative is, where's my fucking, is my Blades in the Dark here in front of me? No, actually my friend has my Blades in the Dark. I, I believe that it is, is this room. mission relatively easy or something like that? So I'm going to say no, because I'm by myself. It's it's, bold, well, it's uh, bolder daring, and then is it? Contingent on too many factors. Oh, I'm gonna, convoluted. That's right. I'm gonna say uh, yes. Is it? Absolutely. You no. some complicated <laughs> shit. It needs to go absolutely perfect. Uh-huh. Uh, then it is. Are you fighting someone above your tier? Take a minus dice. Is it above tier minus this dice or above tragedy. tier plus dice? My above would be. I think this is the other factors. Is where tier yes. comes in. Whoops! I skewed this token. I'm gonna put it away. We are going to say it's a good tier. Are they prepared against me, or do I hit them where it hurts? Um, they don't have strong people. Okay, so, so you are hitting I them where them it hurts. So when I beat them up, I'm strong against them. <laughs> All right. Uh, Great. <laughs> are I they think prepared we're... against me? They have a building. I can't do too much to a building. Oh, okay, great. All right, so Take here we are. Away. We've we've assembled our our token pool. Um, you're uh-huh. gonna you're rolling three dice, three okay. d six. I'm rolling as the GM. I've got these sun tokens, which are GM tokens. I'm rolling three d six. I'll roll mine on the screen. You can random side. There's I rolled all sixes. Rolled. You rolled all sixes. <laughs> no, I did not. Uh, well, first off. The way we're going to do this is we're resolving these from bottom or from lowest to highest. Mm-hmm. And with the engagement role, we don't get too into the story until we've resolved everything. So let's just do that. Uh, do you have any ones? I have two ones. Oh, that's rough. I got to tell you. So with a one, you can move. So we, we do all the ones and ones can't capture other tokens, which is the goal. You want to mm-hmm. capture tokens. But you can move mm. your tokens to anywhere on the grid. Did you roll? I did. I got a two, a five, and a six. Cool. So where do so you So I get move? to move anywhere on the board with my one? Yeah. And you can do it twice because you got two ones. So you'll have okay. to t- tell me unless you're in this roll 20. No, I'm not in this roll 20. <laughs> no link, baby. Uh, so I want to move the... I want to move the hat. Wait, no, I'm the hats. No, you're the hats. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, Fuck. Which I'm, hat? I want to move the uh, column five, row four hat. 
you got are you, did you track that oh the hats i keep looking at the suns for you i was like there is no hat <laughs> okay <laughs> where's it going uh i want to move it one to the left okay smart And then I have another one. Mm-hmm. I want to move hat column three, row one. I want to move it to column five, uh, column five, row one. Great. All right, what are your other dice? My other dice is a two. So you will go as well. Because the player Do goes I have first. to move? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're gonna uh, go ahead and say yes. I mean, you want to take tokens, then so I'm going to move column four, row four, mm-hmm. to co- to column five, row five. Column four, row four. Um, so for the viewer and also for Jeremy, the way that the moving works is you are superimposing the die as if the die had a three by three grid on it. Uh, from one pip, move a token from one pip oh, of that die to another. Um, so you, the move you described is illegal. Yes, that is And correct. also I would recommend uh, using, since you have a two, I'd recommend using one of your moves for the ones to like set yourself up so that you can take at least one token so you're not in a horrible, desperate position. No, I'm all right. Um, <laughs> okay. I will move... <laughs> I made my choices. I'm here to play. Uh, <laughs> I will move. Uh-huh. I imagine this correctly. There. Okay. I will move uh, row two. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Column two, row three, mm-hmm. hat two, uh, uh, Four four. Or four five, excuse me. Four five. I was gonna say four four, no good. Great. Okay, so now it's my turn. Uh so I'm gonna remove this with my two, I think. You moved my hat. God damn it. What's with me in these hats? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna move this with my two. And then I'll move this with my five, so I'll take this hat. And then I'll move this with my six, and I'll take this hat. Sure. So I've taken two. You've taken zero. Yeah. Which, what that means, especially for this engagement role, is definitely you are starting off in a desperate position. So it seems XP. It seems like your plan (laughs) for this engagement was to, like, bust in the front door, like, with, do you have a gun? Do you have a big sword? What does this cutter have? Oh, it's just the hat. I have, yeah, I have no weapons, just my hat. <laughs> it's not bladed, it's just it's just a hat. It's just a cool hat. Yeah. So nothing but your fists. Okay, so you walk in this That's door fair. and um I don't have hands. Something somehow your hat gets knocked off. <laughs> <laughs> and there is and there is what you might refer to as a small gang in this doorway. Um so mm-hmm. that you're in a you're in a pretty desperate position. Cool. I'm going to use Anchor from Band of Blades and increase my scale by one. So Great. now I'm small gang. That's what I was hoping you would do is something that makes you a small gang. Yeah. Yeah. So I fight like I'm a small gang. Uh-huh. Uh, what happens next? What do you want to do? Are you trying to fight as a small gang? Yeah. I'm going to skirmish. I'm going to fucking beat him up, dude. Okay. So you're engaging in a fist brawl with these lackeys, which we did say are they are weak. So, you know, they'll go down in a punch. Yeah, it's oh. a bar fight scene. Um, so what are you using there? You're using probably... I have four pips in skirmish. You have four pips! Yeah, and I'm going to push myself for five. Okay. All right, where do you want to... I'm rolling. Where do you want to put these? So in roll five, because you do have the one left over. Uh, I need to put them anywhere? Yeah. Uh, uh, 
one one three three. Okay, one one three three. One one three three. Why is there a gun? The gun is a crew token. After after every round, um, your tokens convert to crew tokens, and uh. so first all crew tokens leave the board. And then all remaining player tokens convert to crew tokens. So, like, your effects will last for the next round. Heard, heard. Uh, so, one, one, three, three, uh, three, five. Column three, row. Wait. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, the opposite also, five, three. Column five, row three. Mm hmm. Perfect. And then that last one that is currently sitting in 1-4, uh, I want to move it to 4-1. Just like that. Just like that. All right. And this is desperate. Um, what is the... Fuck. I was about to show off the new rules, and now I forget them. Because originally I had it where the GM has to think about all the different factors that are in... Mm -hmm. Uh, in play, but now I was gonna. It's like standardized how many tokens you add. And I think just desperate, put in five. I th believe desperate is number of player tokens added plus one. Uh huh. So I'm gonna do that. What am I? The so sons. <laughs> well, you added. Yeah. You added five, so I'm gonna add six. This is already ridiculous. Sure. But I guess. <laughs> I guess normally in blades, people don't have four pips in a thing, and you're just a liar. That's correct. We'll call it there. I'm not. That's how I built my character. <laughs> I took totally... mastery. I don't have a special <laughs> ability because I can't remember any of them. <laughs> well, you have the one that lets you act as a small gang. No, that's that's a special action. It's different. I don't. I'm rolling you, my dice, but it's okay. I'm rolling my dice. Wow, pretty good. <laughs> Prepare to get beat up. <laughs> I'm still working on it. Multi-sided, random side. Okay, you got any ones? No. I've got one one. Cool. So I'm going to move this to here, and I'm not going to think about it because there's so many tokens. Okay, so basically what we're doing here now that we are in a scene is every time you resolve a die, you, you want to move the narrative forward. If you just are moving a token and are not taking any tokens... So, like, especially with a one, you want to narrate something that is, like, somebody is setting up an action, essentially. So, like, what what we got there with me resolving that one, that represented, like, one of the... You see one of the um, the lackeys kind of, like, creeping behind you to get between you and the door. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any twos? Nope. No twos. I've got a two. Um... So I'm going to move this two to here and capture this hat token. Uh, that lackey that was creeping behind you, like, kind of grabs you and has you in, like, a bear hug from behind. Cool, 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 cool. Do you have any threes? I do have a three. All right. Which one are you moving and to where? Uh, I'm going to take a uh, motherfucker. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm going to take hat 5-3 and move it to 1-3. Uh, you don't want to take a token? I am taking a token. One, I'm moving three. hat 5-3. Five, three. Five, three. Oh, this one. Not 3-5. Yeah. That's Got correct. 5-3. Yes. Okay. I have two more threes, if that matters. Uh, sure. I mean, if you want to resolve them and like do one big action. Cool. Uh, then I will move three five to uh, four four. Okay. Then truly a small game. I will move three three to 
uh, 4-2. Cool. And those are my, that's and what, my threes. And what did you just do? Because you did just take three tokens. Yeah, so a uh, guy that grabs me, keep your hands off of me. Uh, and then I basically slam my skull into the front of his face. And then he falls over. Mm-hmm. And then I take him and I grab him by the legs and I swing him in the first guy that charges me so they both get taken the fuck out. Uh, And then some third guy thinks he sees an opening on my blind spot on my right hand side, but then I just take him and I flip and pancake him onto the floor and he's knocked out for the time being. Cool. Um, And I do have a three, which I think I was supposed to resolve, but I don't care. Uh, so I'll just do that. And this is, yeah, somebody, you, you get that classic shot of one of the lackeys being like, you, it's clear on their face that they all underestimated you. Uh, and so they're like shuddering. Are you describing the lackeys or yourself, Adam? Because I'm coming I'm afraid. I'm, I'm terrified. <laughs> Me, personally, scary. <laughs> Um, uh, I have force? no force to resolve. Oh, okay, so here we go. We've got like fresh lackeys coming in with all these fours. Uh, mm-hmm. Can I do anything with them, or have you positioned yourself in such a weird way? Oh, here's one. Okay, good. We've got one. This one lackey like pulls out a knife, uh, lunges in, and gets one across your side, um, and swipes it. Kind of swipes it up. So this is going to be. That's two dice. Okay, so that's always... Oh, okay, he can get this crew token, too. Um, so that is going to be... You know, that, that big move is going to be a like a level two harm um, stabbed. Which you mm-hmm, could resist, mm-hmm, of course, mm-hmm. as usual. Uh, I'm going to resist and put more tokens on the board. <laughs> I don't think... That's I also have four prowess, so I'm going to roll four prowess to see. <laughs> well, hang on. We're still resolving <laughs> this one. <laughs> if you were actually, so if you were another player. Um, I rolled it. <laughs> if you were another player, you could hop in. If you were like, I'm going to sit this one out, and then you see it going as badly as this started going, because you were in a desperate position, let me be clear. Sure. Um, you could hop in here. But, okay, uh, I'm going to hop in for myself and assist myself, so I'm going to take one stress. <laughs> don't you have because dice no left? You have dice you left, like I swear. I do. Why don't we use, why don't we, <laughs> why don't you use those? I'm going to roll this assist dice real fast. Cool, that's, oh uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do with this too. We'll figure it out. Uh, because it's lower, it's, it's lower than where we are, so it actually just doesn't happen. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so I have two fives left. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to give a six left. Uh, I need to be in between. It's really hard to escape from the sixes, I'm not going to lie. That's not true. That's not true. Center, center. I'm going to, oh, that one. I'm going to move four, four to five, three. Okay. Four, four, right, I have to do this. Four, four. To five three. You don't want to take another token? I am taking another token. Five three. Five three? Oh. Column five, column row first. three. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll get to it. I'll I'll, I'll get to understanding that one day. You should probably uh, I probably should label these like number and then letter so that it's you know, chess people figured that out a long time ago, didn't they? And then I am going to. Um, what does that do? What does that mean? Hold on, I have another five to resolve. 
you're rushing me, GM, and I'm going to poop. Well, that's because this uh, is... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you said if I just keep saying, hey, let's go, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're going to you're gonna just shit your pants. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to... Live on air. It all okay. <laughs> While you while you think, I'll see if I can get your face back on the uh, on the old screen. I don't think I can. Oh my god! I need to be what on a what is happening? I can't can't get away. Uh. What is... I'm gonna move four two to two two. Four two to two two. Four two. Four two to two two. To two two. Great. And now I've got the one six remaining. Well, you have to tell me what those two maneuvers were. Uh, I get cut up and I flex my abs so that the knife stays stuck in me so mm-hmm. he can't pull away and when he has the reaction of like I can't get the blade back I uh, take the back of his head and I headbutt him because uh, I don't have my hat right. uh, and then I throw like kind of just throw him to the side like a rag doll mm-hmm. and then another guy comes up to me so I'll take the knife that's inside of my ab I'll unrelease take the knife out now i'm oozing everywhere mm-hmm. uh and i'm gonna just uh take it and slide it down this guy's collarbone i don't like the word slide it down in this context but... <laughs> <laughs> all right and then for this six um i'll take this one final token and say I think this is it's just like them like closing in on you essentially like it's t- it's going to be tough for you to get out unless you resist that uh, consequence. I, I will uh I will I would like to roll skirmish again. You're... My four pip skirmish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's how that works, especially if you've got one of these players. <laughs> um actually I want to One just... of these players. What the actually, fuck? Actually actually I just want to do um the one action that I'm good at. Yeah. Even Hey, you're you're doing research uh in this library. Can I roll skirmish to fight the book knowledge and get it into my brain? <laughs> so yeah, that's that's where that's at now. The thing that was added was like the step by step doing the story. Which to me makes it feel cool. Uh, C. Framit wants to know. Ferment wants to know. Do the edges of the board have significance? Um, no. Should they? Should they? I'm curious as to what significance they could have. Feel free to let us know in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that is, that is where that's at. Um, how did, what did you think about it with your first spin? It's good. I, um, I think one thing, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but is there a, you impose the 3d placement of the die on the, uh, field, right? Like imaginative, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, when you were crafting your six dice move, where do you place the token in that three by three? Any of the pips. You move from any one pip to any one other pip. Sure, but could you could you can move the three? You're saying you can move the three by th- like you could have the the token be the middle of the line instead of the. Right. Uh, uh, top of the line, right? Yeah, yeah. As long as it's of those th- of the nine squares on the three by three, as long as it's one of the ones that has a pip in it, that is both your 
destination and origin. Is I, for me, being like, because what I was trying to do is I made an assumption about the game, so maybe this is just <laughs> me not playing that effect. Mm. But I started all of my tokens by being like the left, the top leftmost pip starter. Mm. That it could be, because that's true of all of them except for uh, the one pip, which you already say you can move anywhere, but you can't take a piece, right? So that's how that exception worked out in my brain. I think that if you were going to layer in some like positional strategy in there, mm-hmm. I think that having a cemented starting place of the dice can also help like add a competitive element to it where... So, like, when I made that last move before your six, I was moving in such a way, I was like, okay, if he is starting in the top left corner, like I have been for all of my mm-hmm. pips, I, I can't, this one token cannot be taken by the six. There's no, like, way you could swivel that around to get me. So I was thinking about, like, a static swivel position that might make the, uh, uh, Allow you to sort of like plan out if you can see everyone's dice, which is also mm-hmm. useful. Because uh, like, okay, I see that the GM has a six. I sort of want to try to avoid that consequence. So I want to maneuver my token to be in a zone mm-hmm. that is not accept. That way it doesn't make the six all powerful in some cases. It still has like a weakness to it. Um, but yeah, that was my thought. I think I would, a stat. So the I would is... appreciate a static placement or a place, uh, static starter for all dice. I'm not saying that has to that has to be the, the thing. Yeah, uh, I probably. Yeah, static position will be more chess like. That's what I was thinking of I, this board mm, as. I think if you were thinking of it the right way. <laughs> Or if you were th- if you had an understanding of how it worked, I think it is also still fairly like like because you could see what each piece, where each piece can go. Like if you know that it's a six, if you know that it's a six and and the opponent still has four pieces on the board, there's basically nowhere nowhere that's safe. Even if you did, the way that you were saying. No, because the if you did the static one, there's always the six can't take anything. That is basically on a center diagonal. But it already—that's true, regardless. If it's one space diagonal from it, it can't take it, no matter how you orient the true. six. Wait, yeah, I suppose that is true. Huh? Then how? The... I, I mean, the problem was there were Whatever. four. There were four pieces. So there was nowhere that was. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was diagonal. one that I didn't account for. And if, you know, if, even if you got that one to somewhere, I could have taken your other piece. Sure, sure. I had accounted for the one that you would have would have taken. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that one for sure. I can't get that one out of here. <laughs> That's goofed. That token is goofed. It's goofed. Um, yeah, I think. Well, whatever. That was just my, that was my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that is the kind of rule that, like, it adds too many, for me personally, trying to impose restrictions on how you can use the dice adds more rules than value. Does that make sense? Like there, it's a, it's a way I like to think about, especially more board gamey mechanics is that like, Mm. if you have, if you're adding a rule and it just makes it more complicated, like what is it doing for you? Whereas if you just say Mm -hmm. you can impose this die any way you like, that's much simpler. Um. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I don't know, I don't know how to think of. It's like there there are things that you can do, like a problem that you might come across when playing a board game style or a tactical style thing. Mm-hmm. That like the easy answer is to just add a new rule that says no, this isn't quite the way that works. <laughs> but the mm-hmm. the harder thing, but I would argue the better thing to do in those situations is to. F- find what in your like core rules is like causing that to be a problem and address Mm -hmm. it there in a way that doesn't add just like a miscellaneous rule that people might forget. 
Mm, mm-hmm. Or that people will like try like think that they have some big play. Some imagining like a player that thinks, oh, I can go from pip to pip. I can go exactly like this, and then the GM has to be like, oh, actually no. It says that you know you have to impose this top. You have left to swivel the dichotomy. dice, not not slide the dice. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. There's a lot uh, to think about when you're making games. Is mm-hmm. the final point mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> so, <sighs> what do we think? We've hit the top of the hour. We've hit the top of the hour. Was this <laughs> bonus episode Did we a success? It? Chat, let us know. Was the bonus episode fun? I think I'll give you three seconds. One thing I'll say for whenever the next bonus episode is, which I can check actually, it's forever from now probably. Would that be April? think that would be april uh looks like january (laughs) what right crazy january's got one heard all right well there's another bonus episode in january Um, what i want to do is not have plans all weekend where i have to cook for like 10 people 15 people and so i want to sit down and like construct some sort of funny episode which will sure jeremy we'll talk about it but we'll this was it. fun. I did enjoy this. Good. But maybe for the future we can get a little a little more structured, a little more different, a little more weird. A little more weird. A little maybe more... we bring Grace and Sasha on. There we go. Just <laughs> maybe Sasha can get out of bed on time for once. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Are they watching? I don't know no i doubt it they're probably still asleep (laughs) (laughs) rude (laughs) oh shit Uh, sasha if you're watching this in the vod uh back you up i don't know sleep however long you want yeah i mean it's important to get rest yeah but also also, i mean come on come come on (laughs) (laughs) Well, <laughs> come on, come on! <laughs> oh shit! Well, yeah, we'll we'll be next. We'll be back next week with the normal call-in show. Nope, with the talk show. It's talk show next week, right? Talk show next week. Jeremy and I will be chatting a little bit um, less. Fuck off, Jeremy. I, Jeremy and I will be chatting. And it will be good is what I was trying to say. I don't I don't even know what I was trying to say less. But I've been Adam Bell. Uh, today has been a day. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, find me on Twitter at Adam, Adam E. Bell. Look out for what, what you just saw, the tactical storytelling engine for Blades in the Dark systems uh, on ZineQuest this year. Coming, coming hot, coming soon. It's going to be... What did Will say last week? Everybody's lacing up their clown shoes for Zine Quest. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Jeremy? Why don't you go ahead and tell the people goodbye in your own little way? Goodbye. <laughs> I've been Jeremy Gage. You can find me at Jeremy Gage5 over on Twitter. You can listen to the Draw Your Dice podcast. We just had a uh, great release of episodes with Marks Shepard and uh, uh, Do you want me to check my podcast feed? No, I'll check. No, I can't check. Way to blow it. Yeah, way to blow it. Yeah, Listen. incredible. All right, hello? You get involved in the show in the last minute? <laughs> How dare you? I'm going to scream, like cr- dude. Looks like the last Everyone's, several Chris Sellers, Randy Lubin. Yes, Chris Sellers, Raccoon Sky Pirates. Thank you. We talk about co-ops. We talk about Far Horizons co-op. And we talk about Raccoon Sky Pirates. And we talk about community. And we talk about starting our own com- uh, co-ops. Communes. Great. We start our own communes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just uh, come on down to the tabletop calling commune. Come on down! 50% of the way between where Jeremy and I currently live. Uh, by rights, we now own that plot of land. Sorry to Correct. whatever highway is one. probably there. <laughs> we have no lawnmowers. Everyone's mm. allowed a dog. 
maybe some cats. Mm-hmm. I'm allergic. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I go straight comatose. Yeah. Uh, that's that's been us uh look out for us in the future hey follow on twitch follow on youtube put it in your podcast app good luck listening to this one as a podcast but i'll stick it there anyway uh it'll probably be good (laughs) who gives a shit uh talk to you talk to you later bonus episode so podcast bye everyone